You're listening to Meeting Pod, the podcast powered by Meeting Place, the premier magazine and news source for the meat and poultry processing industry, and Alt Meat Magazine, the only business information resource for the exploding alternative meat industry. Hi, I'm Chris Scott, host of Meeting Pod and contributing editor at both Meeting Place and Alt Meat Magazines. Our guest today is Audrey McElroy, who recently was appointed head of the Department of Poultry Science at Texas A&M University in College Station. Audrey most recently was involved in research, teaching, and extension at Virginia Tech before joining Texas A&M as a professor and AgriLife Extension Specialist. She also has been honored with several professional awards, including the Novus International Scholar Award and the Poultry Science Association International Teaching Award, among others. She has stated that her new focus will be maintaining and building on the legacy of Texas A&M's Poultry Science Department by recruiting faculty and students and embracing technological advances that currently are impacting the poultry industry. We'll discuss these and other topics in today's conversation. Thanks for spending some time with us today, Audrey. Thank you, Chris. I'm excited to be with you. As are we. Thank you. Now, you have a unique perspective as head of the Poultry Science Department, having earned your bachelor's and master's degrees and your Ph.D. in poultry science at Texas A&M. Are there any specific aspects of the current program that you see as needing some tweaking since you were a student at the school? Yeah, we do. You know, I spent, uh, I guess, 10 years here as a student and had always uh, aspired to be a student at Texas A&M and in the poultry science department. And at the time, really thought that, you know, I may just stay here for my career. Unfortunately, there weren't any jobs available once I graduated with my PhD. So I left there for 15 years and went to Virginia Tech. And, you know, honestly, looking back, it was the best thing I ever could have done. Because then when I returned to Texas A&M to the department, I think it allowed me to see things with, you know, clear eyes and really evaluate the ways that we needed to advance the department, some things we could improve upon. And that's something that we're excited to start at this time. I think a few things that we've developed is really some goals in terms of revising our curriculum. We want to do our best to prepare students for, you know, if they're going into the poultry industry or if they're deciding to pursue a professional track in terms of graduate school, veterinary school. And we even have students that pursue law school options and MBAs. So it's quite a a diverse student population even though, you know, they're all here for a poultry science curriculum. So what we need to do is go back and really focus on what are our course needs to best prepare these students for the different routes that they're taking when they graduate. I think historically, we've been much more focused on live production. And at this point, we're trying to build in a lot more on the meat processing side of things, as well as a lot of soft skills development in terms of communication and professional development for our students, and really looking at ways that they can be the best and most competitive when they enter the workforce. A few other things that we've talked about really focusing on is we need some facility improvement. We've got a great research farm where we're able to conduct a variety of different research trials to meet industry needs but we need some improvements to those facilities to really advance and be at the level where we can apply those findings to the industry at this point. And then I think, you know, another opportunity that we really have is to grow our industry partnerships. And that goes across all missions of the land-grant university. So 
we need to focus on research, teaching, and extension programs that best meet the needs of our stakeholders. And one of the ways, and you mentioned this, is we need to hire some faculty. And so we're looking at a a number of faculty positions that would really be cross-discipline that I think would allow us to integrate some newly emerging technologies for both the live production and processing side of things and allow us to branch out in ways that we haven't previously. Terrific. Now, how long did you serve as interim head of the department and what are your plans for continuing the recruitment programs and grant donation efforts specifically that were able to raise $6 million to support department initiatives and infrastructure improvements so far? Well, it may have been a a historic term as interim department head. I was actually in the role for three years. And, you know, I'll be completely honest with you. It was never a career move that I had identified as wanting to pursue. I was perfectly happy being a faculty member, conducting research and helping mentor graduate students, as well as teaching some undergraduate classes and being involved in extension activities, primarily with the poultry industry. But because I have a passion for this department, I agreed to step into the interim role. Thought it would be pretty short term and we would be able to hire, you know, a a full-time department head to take over the leadership role. But it was a little bit of a prolonged search as we went through some challenges. And then even when they decided to advertise for the department head position recently, I had to do a little bit of soul searching to determine if that's something that I wanted to pursue. And it really goes back to, I think, the passion that I have for this department. Talking to a bunch of our students as well as faculty and staff, I was honest with them. And I said, you know, I think I would be a a pretty lousy department head at any other university, but I want this to be the best poultry science department in the United States. And so that is really driving, you know, my desire to lead this department. And one of the things, and I guess following up with that is I want us to have the best students in our department. And so that, like you mentioned, the recruitment programs are a big piece of that. We've been working really hard to, I guess, identify several types of students that we're really focusing on to recruit. Historically, we've worked a lot with youth involved in poultry programs across the state of Texas, as well as nationally. So we, through the department here, do wing banding. So we insert identification tags in pretty much every broiler chick or turkey that's shown across the state of Texas. And that's about 300,000 chicks a year that we work with. And then those go out to youth involved in the poultry programs, whether it be the Houston Livestock Show, San Antonio Livestock Show, or county shows across the state. And so interacting with youth in that way kind of gives us a a unique opportunity to provide some education for those youth as well as try to recruit them for our department. You know, I firmly believe that it's never too young to start a connection with someone in terms of their opportunities for, you know, pursuing a particular college or degree program. And I know that, you know, my first connection with this department was when I was five years old and made my first trip to Texas A&M. And at that time, I started bleeding maroon and knew that I wanted to come here. So I feel that this population of students, you know, that are involved in youth programs across the state really give us an opportunity to make some significant connections. And so over the past year, we've started a number of novel programs for the department. We held a poultry judging camp for youth from across the state. and We had a little over 100 
youth show up for that activity. This coming summer, we're going to branch out some and actually do three different poultry judging camps. So one will be for older students, like high school age students. We'll do one for younger students that aren't quite as experienced with poultry judging. And then we'll also be doing a camp that's tailored for FFA advisors or poultry judging coaches if they're a 4-H agent or even just an individual so that we can take the train the trainer approach and prepare them better for those opportunities. We also want to start some high school certificate programs for application in high schools across the state that could prepare a, a workforce training program, allowing students to enter into the poultry industry if they don't pursue a college education. And then for the first year, we were super excited to have a poultry ambassador program that we worked in collaboration with the 4-H organization from throughout the state. And so that was kind of an elite group of students that we brought in that learned a lot about the poultry industry as well as opportunities here at Texas A&M. And so we're really going after these youth that already have an existing interest in poultry. But then in addition to that, right, we're trying to branch out and get more involved with STEM students, possibly from an urban background that don't have that experience with agriculture but could certainly have a place in the poultry science department as well as in the poultry industry or other areas of employment. And so those are really important to us. We are focusing on really recruiting the best and brightest students. We see that as a a great opportunity to, you know, in the end, I think really follow up with them and allow them to have opportunities in the poultry industry, expose them to areas that maybe they haven't thought about before you know, in terms of employment, where they could be very, very successful. And then, you know, in addition to that, not just the students, but, you know, we kind of mentioned recruiting faculty as well. And then that's going to be big for our department. I think all of this has to be focused upon building relationships, right? And even from the standpoint of our relationships with stakeholders, we've got to be able to increase our industry relevance from the teaching, research, and, and outreach programs that we do from the department. So I'd say as we move forward, whether it be with students from the recruitment standpoint, if it's with former students or with stakeholders, we're going to be trying to build those relationships that allow us to move forward. And that flows very nicely with the interdisciplinary concepts that you were mentioning earlier in law and MBAs and other types of things that wouldn't necessarily be associated with the poultry science department in the first place. You're right. And I've told, you know, our students even now, even if they don't decide to pursue any kind of career in poultry science, my goal when they graduate from this department is that we've created an educated consumer and an advocate for agriculture. Because I think that, you know, our job is to do our best at educating them while they're here. And then hopefully when they leave this university, They educate others, right, on production agriculture, the importance of farmers, the importance of what we do, you know, as a food industry, that they go out and basically spread that information, right, to educate consumers that don't get the experience that they do in the department here. Absolutely. Now, how much focus do you believe will be necessary to maintain the reputation and legacy already established by Texas A&M's Poultry Science Department? In terms of developing well-respected global poultry researchers, in addition to high-achieving industry professionals? I think it's going to take a lot of focus from all of us here in the department. We're very fortunate to have good support 
from the college in terms of a lot of the efforts that we're pursuing at this point. But we've got to, I think, really start to build and I would even say rebuild our program recognition. I do believe that, you know, we have a legacy and it's it's not just our department, but it's the College of Agriculture here at Texas A&M. Mm-hmm. And so we've got to focus on some areas that we were strong in the past and rebuild some of those. We need a processing product faculty hire to help, you know, reestablish our reputation in that area. And then we're working pretty hard in terms of a specialized program that we're developing with some industry partners that would allow us to provide for student education and research with several companies that are industry leaders. And this would be a program that that doesn't exist at any other poultry science department in the United States. So we, I think just, we've got to establish a better, you know, if you want to call it brand recognition for our department, what do we do? You know, what can we help stakeholders with? What can we help the general consumer and population with? And then how do we, you know, do our best job here in the department to communicate that with others? And so part of that, I think, involves facilitating the development of new faculty that we're able to hire is also working really hard to retain our current faculty. We've got a great group of faculty and staff here, and we need to do our best to, you know, promote their success as well as bring in new faculty and help them establish an an international reputation in whatever area of research or outreach that they work in. You know, I think part of it in terms of focus really needs to build on those relationships that I talked about with former students and stakeholders. They're critical, you know, I think to us moving forward. And that may be, you know, in terms of developing infrastructure, which is going to be really, really important for us to maintain competitiveness among our peer departments. And it, you know, a lot of times those relationships also just help promote, you know, morale between stakeholders as well as the university. So we're going to be working on all those areas, I think, to really try to maintain our reputation as well as improve upon some things that maybe we haven't been the best in over recent years. Well, that's a pretty full internal plate, to say the least. <laughs> I don't I don't sit around many days where I don't have something to do. Obviously, obviously. Well, you mentioned earlier the school is working with some companies in terms of outreach and participation. Let's turn our discussion a little bit toward the future of the poultry industry from your perspective as an educator. What kinds of qualities and areas of concentration should the next generation of poultry science graduates be looking into while they're putting together their individual academic programs? And are you already seeing trends in terms of specific areas attracting those students like R&D, animal health and husbandry, or production? Sure. You know, I think that's kind of two-pronged, right? So, mm-hmm, right. The, and this, it really ties into some of the curriculum revision we're doing. We reached out and had industry professionals as well as former students respond to surveys to help us better understand what their needs are, as well as what some areas of deficiency are, you know, areas where we did some things good for those students that had graduated from our department. As a result of those surveys, we were really able to, I think, identify some major important areas. And the first of those being that it didn't even have anything to do with poultry science, right? But just those interpersonal soft skills. 
We hear time and time again that students need to communicate. They need to be good at people management. I can tell you after I took this department head job, right? Managing chickens is easy, but people (laughs) management is a whole nother level of being able to communicate and, you know, convey ideas and work with others in group projects that sometimes students don't appreciate until they, they get out in the real world. And so we're working with them on some of those, you know, professional development and interpersonal soft skills. Also really promoting some time management and, you know, just general work ethic. I know that the majority of companies that we correspond with, you know, are pretty complimentary of our students in terms of their ability to interact and then go out and just tackle a job head on. When we think more about I guess, discipline type of approaches that we're seeing and things that we advise students on is to be open beyond just the poultry science courses that we require them to take, right? So branch out some and take some business courses so that they understand the overall business operations of the industry. There's definitely a a new trend on some emerging technology, right? Whether that be robotics artificial intelligence, remote sensing. We'll see that turning up a lot more in the poultry industry from the live side as well as the the meat processing side. So I think if we can expose students to that type of technology and have them at least understand the application of those advances, that it really would benefit them as they enter the job market. And then I would encourage pretty much every student to try to take some classes and food science, you know, maybe animal science to better really understand, I think, the protein functionality of the meat itself in terms of being able to think about new product development. And really, right, when you think about companies that they're going to work for, it's not poultry companies anymore, right? They're food companies. So when we think about Tyson or Pilgrims, right, JBS, Cargill, sure, they want somebody that has expertise in poultry, but having someone that I think is well-rounded and it can appreciate food production in general can really set our students apart. And one of the great things, right, that we're pretty proud of is we have 100% job placement from our department. If a student wants a job, they get a job. In fact, most of our undergraduates, when they finish up their Bachelor of Science, they will typically get two, sometimes three offers from companies. So they're in a pretty prime situation to go into, you know, really whatever segment of the industry that they might want to. And, and that flows, I'm yes. sorry, that, that no, flows directly into my next question. <laughs> Texas A&M's record of finding jobs at such poultry companies as Pilgrim's Pride, Montier Farms, Sanderson Farms, and others is very well established. The school also reports that graduates with bachelor's degrees earn an average salary annually of $51,000, while PhD graduates generate an average annual salary of more than $62,000. That one's for the parents out there. How would you characterize your program's competitive pace with other schools that offer animal science degrees? Now, you said 100% of them get job offers. Is that the measure that everyone should be using? I think it's a pretty important measure, right? And and you brought up the parent aspect. When we go out and recruit students, right, they like to hear that 100% job placement. They also are pretty happy when we tell them that every single incoming freshman to our department gets a scholarship. And many of the students we have in the department are continually awarded with scholarships right throughout their undergraduate degree. So that really, I think, 
parents tend to like our department just as much as students do, which I get it. I have a son who's in college and those things are very important as long-term goals. I think we're, we're pretty competitive. You know, there are six poultry science departments left in the United States. And so those would be our direct competitors, right? When we think about placing students in the job market, we're pretty excited right now that out of those six poultry science departments, we have 41% of the undergraduates majoring in poultry science. A very large portion of the workforce that's going into the industry is coming from this department. We're trying a lot, and I think we're seeing some success at really increasing recognition with animal science students here at Texas A&M as well. We've got a lot of those that are doing minors in poultry science. This summer, I know we're going to have several animal science students doing internships in the poultry industry. And, you know, I think that's one of the things that most excites me because, you know, that really divisive line between animal science and poultry science, I don't think it needs to be there as much, right? We need to work together. We certainly have job opportunities for students from both of those paths. And so combining that and training students in those areas really just opens doors for them. You know, we've got really good placement of our our PhD graduates as well. Those are totally different types of jobs than we see our undergraduates go into. So our PhD graduates are really going into technical service type positions with, say, pharmaceutical companies. They may be nutritionists for poultry companies across the United States. They go into research and development. So really upper level type of positions in the industry. And they are very, very successful at getting those jobs as well. So, you know, I tell you, I think that poultry science departments, not just this one, but everyone across the United States, we're training students that don't have a problem getting jobs. And I don't foresee that becoming an issue, you know, any time in the near future as poultry consumption just continues to increase. Something to definitely be very proud of. Finally, Audrey, are there any insights you'd like to share regarding where you see the poultry science department over the next three years in terms of faculty, research, and student achievements? You know, I think I'm pretty excited. I think we're going to see some dynamic changes over the next few years. We're going to be hiring probably between three and five faculty members over the next few years. We are working really hard to increase our student enrollment, both on the undergraduate and graduate side of things. We've got a number of initiatives being developed for facility improvement. That's going to be critical for us is building that infrastructure of people and facilities that I think allow us to remain as a strong competitor among our peers. And then I mentioned we're really working on a kind of specialized program that would set us apart from other poultry science departments that would allow us to develop a pretty specialized trained workforce for the industry, as well as be involved in research with direct application to some of the industry's most prominent challenges. That's going to require that we hire a a cluster of faculty to really advance our teaching, research, and extension impact. But I think we're just going to be seeing a lot of growth, a lot of changes, and it's something I'm pretty excited about. It's daunting some days, right, to think about the goals that we've set and the things that it's going to take to get us there. But it's definitely better than going in the opposite direction, right? So 
We're going to do the best we can to make us a little bigger and a little better. Well, it sounds like they've got the right person to lead up the charge. Thanks so much, Audrey, for sharing your insights with our Meeting Pod listeners. Thank you. It was a pleasure to be here and enjoyed having a conversation with you. Thank you again. And thanks to our listeners for joining us for Meeting Pod today. Come back every Monday for more insights on the ins and outs of the meat processing industry. Be sure to subscribe to Meeting Pod on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And be sure to follow Meeting Place and Alt Meat Magazines on social media and visit our websites, meetingplace.com and alt-meat.net. Until next time. Remember to tune in on Mondays to get the inside track on the people and the processes that drive the protein industry. Be sure to subscribe to Meeting Pod on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow Meeting Place and Alt Meat Magazines on social media and be sure to visit our websites at meetingplace.com and altmeat.net.